Welcome back to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Pacino, and I'm very excited to have my new friend, Venus Celia Ra, on with us today. Venus, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Oh, good. I'm so <laughs> glad to hear that. <laughs> Can you uh, give a quick introduction to the listeners on who you are? Absolutely. So my name is Venus, and I'm a spiritual advisor and a light language healer uh, for the earth, and I have many different modalities that I've created and channeled to empower people on their journey here. That's pretty cool. Um, my first question for the listeners is, and, and I'm we've had conversations before, so I'm familiar, but what is a modality? So a modality is a, it's essentially a tool, but like a fancy experience of a tool, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like a modality is something that you can harness yourself. Um, when I think of a tool, I think of like a self-help book, something very 3D. A modality to me is very like 5D. Mm -hmm. um, it's very quantumified. So that's how I can like differentiate those two. Gotcha. Um, how does one get into this work? Because I feel like this is not sort of the natural life progression, natural job that like someone would fall into, right? So there's got to be some sort of a backstory that leads you into sort of these healing type practices. So what is that for you? Okay, great question. So um, the journey to getting here was if I can like visually describe it for everyone who's listening is it's almost like you, you come onto this planet and you're like born into these programs and different masks that you have to wear or you feel you have to wear from your upbringing. And then slowly everyone has their own time of when this happens, but you eventually start to take down these different masks and you break free from this hard shell that's around you and then you get to discover who actually you really are and what you're here to do. Um, so that's kind of what that visually looks like for me. Um, and then to answer your other question on just like what that looks like, it's just, I mean, it, it looks so unique to everyone who is going through the journey. What I can say is from my experience is to just, let go of that you have a purpose or that you have a mission. Let go of the fact that you have to heal the world because <laughs> you will go insane <laughs> and just be present in, in the humanness. Like be present in while you're eating food, when you're connecting with someone, like fully have your awareness and senses like turned on in those moments so you can experience life because that is truly why we're all here. It's not to like save the world or be that one person who, you know, does this thing. It's really not about that. So for anyone listening, it's like just let go of the the need for a purpose or a mission and just be a human. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I mean, I, I find it a relatable practice in that, you know, I, I've, I've stumbled on a creative career and, and life that would like have shocked 25 year old John, right? So the journey that I've experienced in the last two years, sort of uncovering the path that I want to take in my personal career um, has been transformative for me in, in both like personal and work lives, right? Like it's opened me up to new experiences and opportunities and meeting new people and, and really just 
being sort of the the best version of myself, right? Like it took a long while to sort of stumble into the thing that I that I love and cherish. Um, but in a lot of ways, I think that's sort of how life works, right? Like eventually you sort of find your place, you find your tribe, you find your people, you find the thing that you're meant to be doing. Um, and I say, listen, some people are lucky enough to find that at, you know, like 16. Great. Very jealous of you. (laughs) Uh, I just happen to not be one of them. Um, what was it about this calling that sort of like reached out to you and had you sort of gravitate to, to sort of working in this field? So, For me, it was the journey with my voice, the journey with my ability to solely rely on myself for anything I needed. Um, And the journey with my voice started when I was really young. I was able to see other beings, um, other, you know, alien races that would visit me when I was super, super young. And I had, I didn't know what to make of it. And Uh, For me, I got super scared, and so I I blocked a lot of my my seeing ability at that time. Now that has, like, slowly, really gradually started to come back, the more that I was trusting within myself to be in that that powerful state of of seeing. Um, And then the journey with my voice really started... um, I was always so scared to like speak up and I'm sure people who are listening can relate just to share my opinion or to keep the peace. And so going through like this healing with my, my voice um, really happened when I left my corporate job and I became a yoga teacher, Mm. you know, like it's almost like a cliche story, but not really. Um, And my very first yoga class, I had a hundred people and I was terrified. I had the mic on. I'm like in San Francisco yoga to the people and I'm just like terrified. (laughs) So I'm like breathing in my stomach. I'm like, I got this. Like, okay, let's go. And two minutes into it, I had this like huge release in my body where I just felt like I'm super confident. I can do this. And like from that moment on, super comfortable talking and speaking and like, being seen and, and, and being in front of large groups of people. So the journey with my voice really started. And then also my my light language that I channel, I use my voice and different chords within my, my throat. And that brings through different uh, healing modalities as we just briefly talked about. And also uh, deep healing energy that penetrates into your DNA, into your cells that creates massive transformation and healing. That's interesting. Um, if you colored me like a skeptic, right? Like a person who would be like listening to light healing and voice alterations in terms of like how you can like take a person and sort of like cleanse them, heal them, etc. What is it about mm-hmm. like the wh- like what what can you like say to the skeptics that would be like not convincing them of of like how th- these practices work and how they are effective for people but sort of like open their eyes to the possibilities that go outside of like standard sort of mental health practices and or um, healing practices in general absolutely there's a few layers i want to touch upon the first one is everything is energy everything your the tone of your voice in a argument or a conversation you feel the difference, right? You mm-hmm. feel when someone's angry with you or resentful or happy or joyful. Mm-hmm. Like that energy, we all have the capacity to feel, to be connected, right? However, 
a lot of us through the foods that we're eating, through the poisons that we're putting in our bodies, such as Botox, um, fillers, uh, anything foreign to the body that's man-made going into your system, um, fluoride when you're you know brushing your teeth with toothpaste, all of these poisonous things are blocking you from actually expanding and feeling into these almost like extrasensory gifts that we think only certain people have, actually we all have them. Hmm. Um, so if you can just can like understand the concept of everything is energy, everything has some form of um, pulse to it, like even the food that you're eating, right? Like you're connecting to it. You can feel food when it's made with love. You can feel food when it's just kind of not not feeling good, right? There's there's something there. You can pick up on that. And then the other layer, it's like talking to different people here, is that magic is real, right? And a lot of people have um, just been working the nine to five grind, right? And numbing with alcohol or weed or whatever your thing is, shopping, just numbing, numbing, numbing to the point where you don't even believe in your own magic anymore, right? So, of course, you're not going to believe that something like light language is real because in order for you to do that, you would have to accept the fact of where you're at right now, which is you're unhappy, Hmm. right? And a lot of people don't want to look at that and accept where they're at. So they're just going to put the masks on. You know, it's easier to put the mask on (laughs) than to accept. I like that a lot. Um, I think mostly because, like, you know, I think I was guilty of that for a while, um, although I, I do enjoy a, a good minty toothpaste. <laughs> um, that aside, um, no, like for a very long time, I think I was blind to the, like the unhappiness that I was living with. I think it was very easy for me to um, sort of like put on a, a, a face of I'm great. Everything's great. There's nothing wrong. Like, you know, I've, I've got money. I've got car and a watch and a house like I had everything right but like when I had some of those things removed and I was allowed to sort of look inward into like am I happy right like am I content with the way my life is going am I excited about waking up every day and and going to work um I wasn't and like I think it's it's normal to be questioning you know the purpose and the reason why you're here. I think that's inherently something that mankind will always deal with. Um, and I think that we've sort of, you know, thankfully due to COVID, which is a weird thing to have, it's opened people's eyes to sort of like, there are other things out there that are worth chasing and, and going for versus, you know, going to wake up every day and go to a job that you hate and doesn't fill you up. Um, how did that process unfold for you? Did you get laid off during COVID? Like, were, were you, like, you said you lost your job. So, like, how did this, like, come to be? Ah, so I essentially, when I left my corporate job, this was, I, like, eight years ago. I pretty much, I went through my teacher training and I met with my manager and she's like, you're up for a promotion. And I said, I don't want it. <laughs> like, I just don't want it. And she was like, you know what that means, you saying this to me? And I was like, I guess I know what that means. And so I was pretty much fired. Uh, but they I worked there and I loved everyone so much that they actually made it look like I was leaving on my own terms. <laughs> but I was actually fired from my job. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I know that feeling. My throat chakra was open 
and just speaking my truth, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, fire me if you need to. And so um, once I, I've been on my own as an entrepreneur since then. So for me, COVID didn't really affect me. Uh-huh. It, it, how it affected me in a positive way was I really got to utilize the online social media platforms and get creative, mm-hmm. right? Instead of doing like in-person uh, event or a training, I would do it online and I'd have to like figure out, okay, how am I going to do this online? And and so it, it helped me expand and work with the technology here um, on earth, which I love technology. I think it's amazing and bridging that with spirituality. So it was a nice little um little like incubator moment for me (laughs) and i would imagine things are going better now that you could actually like meet up with people in person again (laughs) yeah i i mean people love in person right it's the intimacy it's like being seen and felt by another human and people love in person i love in person if i'm receiving a session or a massage or anything like that like i just love in person yeah um yeah. No, I totally feel that. Like for me, you know, it's weird because I do very few in-person podcasts. Like the vast majority of them are held in this sort of digital space, which is okay. You make do yeah. with like the best that you have. Um, I do. There is like the, there is a slight barrier to connecting with a person on a deeper level when you're looking at a uh, you know an iPad screen versus when I have someone in the studio with me. It is different. Um, but what I like about what you're talking about is is that at at your core you like want to see people be happy and fulfilled um has that always been the case for you yourself yes so it came from like a wounded place when i was younger um like wanting to people please putting you know everyone's needs before mine kind of like the typical i'm putting air quotes for like women you know um of just like putting your your needs last mm-hmm. uh like i was really trying to please my mother and father um you know i'm hungarian so they they immigrated to the united states so it was a big deal for for me to be here and go to college and have like you know the job and the car and the apartment and that was like a big deal for them and i was doing it all for them so uh it's it's really important to to understand that everything really does take time as it starts to unwind for you, like wherever you are, um, and to just be in the moment. Like I can't stress that enough. Like it's just be in the moment through those unwinding times so you can fully grasp everything that you're meant to receive in those moments. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's it's funny because like, Listen, I don't consider myself an overly religious person. I mean, I you know I grew up in a Catholic family. Um, I'm just not a big church person, but I am a highly spiritual person. Like I believe in souls and and afterlife and like there being something beyond ourselves. And I think that has increased more as I've gotten older for a couple of reasons, but mostly because I feel like now that I've started sort of living my life in a way that I'm doing the thing that I was. I believe I was meant here to do, you know, put here to do, excuse me. Um, like the opportunities have become sort of endless in what I can do, right? Like I, like this next five days of my working career, number one, will be the, the most busy that I've ever been. And I'm doing the coolest stuff that I could have ever hoped for. And I think in a lot of ways, it's just a matter of time when you start like following a process that is meant for you that these things sort of start of unfolding. 
Um, but there's also times where, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the meme where it's like the guy digging for diamonds or whatever, and one guy's walking back and the other guy's still digging and they're both ex- like the same distance away from like the goal. They're, they're wherever they're supposed yeah. to be. There are times where I feel that way, where I'm like, I should turn around, go back the other way, get a nine to five, live a comfortable life, not have any stresses, not be a solo entrepreneur, not trying to fucking make dreams come true because it's, it's a hell of a lot easier. Um, what do you do when you're like facing those moments of, of trials and tribulations to like sort of keep your head down and keep moving forward? This question comes at such an opportune time because I am going through a huge rebranding with my business and I've kind of taken like a little bit of a, I mean, I've been doing it solid for the last six years, mm-hmm. you know, the first after I left my corporate job, I was fumbling my way, but I've been doing this like every single day. Like <laughs> that's a long time to do something. So I've, I've taken a step back. It took a lot of me like accepting, like I need to take time apart from my business and like step away from this right now and let the transformation of whatever is happening within me alchemize before I go back out there, you know, and it's, it's in a way like I was just telling my, my roommate this, this morning, my, um, my transformation so far and, and how small minded of me to think like a few years ago that I wouldn't be evolving like this fast, you know, I've been like rapidly evolving. Um, and so has my offerings and like how I support people. And so through this process, what really helps me is, is like having that daily practice. Like I, I mix it up. I don't like do the same thing every single day. I think that's really like constricting to my system. Like it doesn't feel good when I even say that out loud. I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm like, I don't want to do that, but I will move my body in any way, dance, yoga. I'll go for a hike. Like I just got to move my body. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a recording that I've created that's 10 minutes long. And I recommend everyone do this where I'm talking to my soul. So I'm like, you are powerful, you are prosperous, you are on the right path. Like it's 10 minutes long of me just like blasting myself with like so much self-love mm-hmm. where I feel like juice. I'm like, okay, I got this, right? <laughs> like I'm ready to like fucking go, like let's go. Um, and then I, I do a lot of um, journaling and I also have a, a mentor and a healer and a coach that help me because I also need help and support. Um, you know, when I'm going through my own, my own humanness. So it's really important to have that support system, like very supportive friends who like are not jealous of your success as an entrepreneur, but they're supporting you and they're like your number one fan and they love you. So like, that's super important to, to discern. Um, Your circle of friends is super important. So I'm very grateful. I have very supportive friends in my life and um, yeah, just having that nice balance and, and being human, you know, when you're in your spiritual journey, like I went through this, you, you reach a point where you're like, you know, only wearing certain colors where it's like, you're now putting yourself in a box, right? Like if I'm only going to wear white because that means I'm, you know, the best and I am connected to God and you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so you can't wear the color black cause it's bad. Like, yeah. I don't get this. So there are people out there that, you know, are they're going through that journey right now. And if you're listening, like, I, I love you. Like, I've been there. Um, but you reach, like, this peak where you're like, okay, my ego is now heavily involved in my spiritual journey. 
and I need to like humble myself, yeah. right? So go be a human, go interact with other people who are not really spiritual and like talk to them, mm-hmm. meet them in their world, like see what's going on in the world. You know, there's some people who, and I've been there again, I've gone through a lot of transformation where you're like, I only want to connect and, and, you know, have clients that are really already spiritual that's really intense to like put that constriction on yourself again it's not like a a humanness of humbleness where you're able to just talk to anyone because that right there is spiritual self-mastery if you're able to talk to anyone and meet them in their world and use the words and information and and give it to them in a neatly packaged way where they understand who and what you do that is is like the best gift you could give anyone, right? Instead of like pushing your ideas on someone or making them believe a certain way, it's just showing it by example. I think Does that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. It's it's partly like my life cheat code because it's like what I do with this podcast, right? Like ultimately, that's why I have it. Like I think you touched on a lot of important things that I want to sort of go on point by point, but to some degree, what I've been able to achieve out of this podcast is there is a ingrained relatability amongst human beings that society spends a lot of times breaking apart, right? Whether it's based on a myriad of things, religion, race, whatever. But when you have conversations with people at the end of the day, like we all just want to be happy. Like we all want to be able to be healthy and happy and the people in our lives to be the same, right? And, and that's like just innate inside of us as humans. Um, and I think when you realize that we're all just fucked up, you know, monkeys trying to figure this thing out, you know, it, it makes life a lot easier. Um, I'm a big believer in affirmations. You mentioned your 10 minute tape that that's a little bit beyond of, of what I do. I've got a couple that I like, I, I, I try to write them either in the morning or at night before I go to bed. Um, but like, I believe in affirmations. I think if like, you're like putting out positive sort of mentalities into the universe, like the, it, you will inherently be rewarded for it. And I know that sounds like super cliche and cheesy, but like the last two years of my life have pretty much been manifested for itself by me. Like whether subconsciously or not, I've been able to build a life and a business and a a sort of like an everyday existence that is beyond my wildest dreams because like I believed when I started that I would get to this point. And like, don't get me wrong, I have crippling anxiety and self-doubt and a million things that like affect that on a daily basis. But like that's part partly just what it is when it means to be uh human and and a lot of that like the reason that i was able to overcome a lot of that besides therapy was also like like you said support system where not for the friends and family that i have in my life i would have given up fucking five minutes into this journey i would have been like are you kidding like i can't do this like the money the there's a million million things it's like when you start putting these sort of constraints on yourself, you're always going to fail, right? And at the end of the day, when I started lifting these sort of fears and hurdles that I was just blocking myself in my way, I was able to be sort of granted this opportunity to to do what I love, which is wild. (laughs) Yeah, right? Congrats. Like, it's it's not easy, but it's super courageous and holds a lot of integrity and character of who you are as you continue to like 
go against the grain and like mold your own way forward on this planet. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, I don't know if everyone gets to, to like fully... I would imagine at some point in everyone's life, they like fully open up to themselves and like have like a, a rational conversation of like, dude, you're not happy or like, ma'am, you're not happy. Right. Like I would think at some point there's this quote unquote coming to Jesus sort of moment where you're like, what I'm doing is not working. And like, for me, it was, it happened in the most chaotic time in the history of the world. Right. Like I lost my job in COVID. Like I was battling everything that I didn't know I had to battle, but then through that sort of journey and, and, and like all of that went through that process, I've now been able to sort of cultivate everything I could have hoped for and dreamed for. And like, yeah, two years ago, I was like just finishing up a 30 day road trip that would have changed my life. Like that did change my life. And had I not gone on that experience, I never would have like gotten to the point where I am today. It's like, it's sort of wild how, like when you start opening yourself up to opportunities in life, like you get sort of rewarded for that. And like the universe is like, here, here you go. Keep going. Keep doing this. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You said it beautifully. It's, you know, when I see people who are stuck in an unhealthy relationship, um, in scarcity, you know, it's the not doing anything. It's just the overthinking kills, kills the, like the chance of you moving forward. It's just taking any step is a good step. Yeah. Just any step, any direction, just take it. Just like take that step somewhere so you can get a different sense of where your direction is, you know? And a lot of people that are kind of lost um, or don't have clarity, you know, I get a lot of people who are like, I just need clarity. I need clarity. Um, it's, it's just not understanding that you have that beacon inside right like you have that channel to fine-tune um just like when i channel i can channel from from anywhere um it's just fine-tuning that channel so you're able to use that muscle i like to look at it as like a muscle to like help people understand and if you're not using it it, it's not going to be there for you right but if you're constantly every day just a little bit using that muscle of just tuning in finding your balance finding your center your breath and like asking the universe, what step do I take? Where do I go? Like, do I take this job offer? And if it doesn't make sense to you, like, see if you're battling with your ego of like, well, I didn't see myself going there in in the next two years. And it's like letting go of all these stories that really inhibit us from from just experiencing what we're meant to in that moment, right? Yeah. Um, my, my, My biggest learnings came from losing a lot of people that I love. Like, um, my, my dad died two years ago. Uh, a dear friend of mine died two years ago, same time as my dad, my older brother died 12 years ago. And every single time I experienced a death, um, my best friend died when we were 15. And I would like have parts of my soul come back that were like, you're meant to do more. And it was like every single time I would like really experience like these moments of deep grief or or loss but I would also experience like lots of abundance and transformation at the same time and I was like wow life is so beautiful why do you why do you think that is because like I have found very similarly that it is only from great loss and tragedy that like I feel like I'm most able to appreciate the things and people in my life why do you think that is 
Well, I love this question because I, <laughs> I've trained as a birth doula, but I've done a lot of death doula work. Um, I don't know what for, that is. Like, you help someone literally die. <laughs> like oh. you, like you literally help them like transition the last months of their life um, or year. And I literally unknowingly did this for three different people. Um, so I've got to witness people in the, the most rawest moments of their life. And what happens is when you're born and when you die, you're essentially alone, right? But in, in those moments, you have both life and death. Like in those pinnacle moments, you are literally experiencing the same thing. You're, you're leaving your, your body here, but you're going somewhere else. Like it's when you come from your mother's womb, you're coming from another place, but you're in born into this world. So it's literally like you're experiencing the same thing. And, and it easily translates to, you know, human beings being really scared of dying, really, really scared of like dying. Um, and it's, I, I can't like put it into words too much because I'm I've like faced it so many times where I'm like all right like if it's time it's time like let's like so you have zero you have zero personal fear of dying zero like I don't want to say zero that sounds very intense but I <laughs> it's it's not like a big factor for me because I know in those moments like. I know that you choose how you go out like everyone chooses how they die. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like, I just trust my soul so much to guide me where I'm like, okay, if this is how we're going, this is how we're going. It's for, you know, I, I chose this for some reason. Um, so I find peace in that factor. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you know, to be fair, like I wouldn't necessarily choose to die in like a car accident or, and, or like crippling cancer of, or, or some sort, but like statistically I'm probably going to go out that one way. I'm not sure I would choose that. Um, but I will say like the only, to the true, the only fear that I have in life is dying. And it's not like for fear of like the finality of it, because like I have, I have a belief that there's got to be something else beyond this life because there's just no other point for us to exist. Right. I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that ascribe to a notion that like, we're just like fucking tadpoles that, you know, have crawled out of a pond of ooze and now we're like having this conversation over fucking zoom right like i don't think that's real so my thought process ultimately is that because life is inherently precious and wonderful and beautiful there has to be something beyond this because it's not like an exact an accident that we exist that being said the fear of dying ultimately stems from my ability to accomplish everything that i want out of life and i don't know that that will ever dissipate whether it's like you know whether I'm 40 or 60 or 90 or whatever, right? Like, I don't know that that'll ever disappear fully. Yeah, I I can completely relate. What I've noticed within myself is that, like, like energy around, like, wanting to accomplish all these things has lessened. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just, I'm softening into, okay, well, I, I don't have this pressure on me of, like, I have to do all of these things. Um, because for a large portion of my life, I was doing that and very unhappy. <laughs> it's like, not, it's not like a, ha- I don't think it's a have, it's a, it's a need, right? Like there, like there are things that I need to accomplish that I know that I'm here to accomplish. Like whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, 
photographing for the cover of a magazine, whether it's going on tour with a major musician, like whatever there are like these goals that I have for myself, it's not like I have to do them. Like I just know that I'm going to and I need to, right? Like I don't like feel pressure to achieve this by any sort of time period or um, quantifiable dollar figure associated with it. I think at the end of the day, I'm like just happy to be doing the stuff that I'm doing, but I do need to do more. Like there is a litany of things that I, that I need to do. Like I, if they are ingrained in me that I need to do them. Yeah. That need to do more is, you know, it's, um, I was just talking about this yesterday. It's having that balance of when you are clearing space, for example, I've been clearing a lot of space in my body, literally cleaning this home, clearing space and also observing within myself this huge pull to like now create immediately create something but i know that i have to just like be in this openness for a little bit and then create so it's like having that balance where the need isn't the driver it's more so just the the passion and and the desire is the driver that makes sense yeah i I feel that yeah i appreciate that Um, being that you work intently with people who are likely going through some sort of blocking type situation or like trauma or tragedy or, or just ingrainedly they're like conflicted and or confused about their own personal life. Um, if you are experiencing similar feelings in your own life, like, does it inhibit you from being like a, like a a teacher to them? Like, does it inhibit you from doing the thing that they've you know, I'm using air quotes, hired you to, to do does like, is that difficult? Like, could you give me an example? So like, uh, and I don't know your relationship status, but you're going through a terrible breakup, right? And then you're trying to coach someone who's, you know, going through a similar traumatic experience. If you have that own like sort of bad day going on, bad week, bad month, does that like in any way impact your ability to sort of be that light for the person that has, you know, hired you to sort of coach them, teach them? Absolutely not. Um, It actually really helps me. Like when I'm going through really intense moments in my life, I love being of service because it gets my mind off of what's going on in my world. It's like, (laughs) let me you. Let's focus on your stuff. Like, yes. And so it's just like, it's not even present. You know, I've, I personally have done a lot of inner work and transformation so I'm not projecting onto my client, right? I'm not like giving her information that is from my experience just because I'm seeing maybe it's similar than my path. Like I'm not doing that. Like when I when I am sitting with someone, I'm directly communicating with her spirit guides, with spirit of what she or he or they need. So it's it's very um it's very, very different. It's it's not like I'm just sitting down and like using my own like experiences from life which do come in handy but it, it's not solely based off that sure okay that's fair because i do like you know I, I i work in a creative field and when i'm going to create mostly for personal work like if i'm having a bad day or a really great day like i think the images that i create will depict that right like if i'm in a moody mood or sad the images that I end up creating will typically be black and white. They'll have a little bit of a darker element and component. If I'm happy and light and cheery, like obviously the pictures will be in color and vibrant and 
right? So like, I think that's sort of how I was coming to it from from that perspective. But I, I think that's, I mean, sounds like a goal to like have a, a career that like your own personal life and and day to day doesn't impact your ability to to help other people. That's, I mean, that's tremendous. Um, the fact that you've gone through a, a fair bit of loss in your life, like, you know, brother, father, friends, like that's like a lot to overcome as a, as a single, you know, human being. Um, do you think any of those experiences have directly sort of pushed you into the career that you have now? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when my, when my best friend died at the age of 15, uh, that's when I first really started to like connect with spirits again like see them interact because uh, up until that point when I was younger I blocked it out um, so that was that moment and then when my older brother died he reminded me he literally like project like propelled me forward in my spiritual path and journey um, to go and and you know really live my life and like understand that I'm here to do bigger things like life is not just about school and college and because he died when I was 20, 21, just turning 21. And um, through those, those moments of my life, I, I remember finding yoga and, and I remember like crying my, my, my heart out on the mat and like really understanding like, okay, there's like so much more to this life than like what I was um, programmed to be in. So he really propelled me forward. Um, in my spiritual journey and connecting with him. And that was like a whole nother thing. And then when my dad died, I already dreamt that he was going to die. And, and I knew when he was going to die. So I like went home to be with him. And it was really, really intense and beautiful at the same time, because I feel like I've already grieved a lot of him passing. And then I, um, I just knew when he was going to pass. So I was able to help him transition from this world to the next world. And now we have an even more beautiful connection because he, when he got to the other side, he's like, I understand what you do now. And I was just like bawling. I'm like, finally, like you get it. He just like was trying to understand here, but he like didn't get it in like this human body. And as soon as he transitioned, he was like, wow. And um, it was absolutely like, a beautiful moment for us and you know we still have a connection he's not gone he's just in a different a different realm so, so it, it definitely helped me strengthen my my own inner knowing and like trusting my guidance my intuition um and like my spirit team of yeah of just like life <laughs> I, th I think that's so. beautiful um it brings up two distinct questions of where is he and like how often do you guys like communicate and like what is that I'm sorry like like I've spoken with mediums before I find the process yeah. bewildering confusing scary wonderful fuck ton of adjectives that I can't think of right now um yeah. but it brings a lot of questions obviously because like you know it is taboo it is you know whatever you want to call it but um I, I'm very c curious about that so when I can like um, kind of go from like when a soul passes during that time, it's really important to um, pray for that soul and envision them going through this tunnel of light because what's happening for them in that moment um, and like 
prior to that, a month before this person actually leaves their body and dies, they're already like transitioning. So it's like already happening. It's not like it happens in that moment and it's like boom, but they really do go through like their whole life. So they're seeing all of these events that they went through and and why that happens is for the soul to make peace, to clear any karma so they can really fully leave. Um, souls that tend to stay, uh, their family, um, like I know for me, when my older brother died, like a lot of my family was like heartbroken and like they kept his soul like here. So he was kind of like in an in-between. I didn't know at that time to like send him through the light tunnel um, to heaven. So uh, that was a, a learning for me. Um, but the soul will stay because it feels like it has to help you in order for them to release, like they will stay and, and help you work through that. I've worked with people where they have like an ancestor attached to them still. And like, I'm like, it's time to now cut this like connection because they're ready to go and do other things. So, um, there definitely is like a, a heaven, like that is a real thing. There's definitely a polarity. There's two, you know, on this earth there, there are the, the different polarities for a reason. Like, um, I believe that the, you know, the shadow, the dark is also good. Like, it's not scary to me. It's it's not um, something that I'm afraid of because I understand it, you know, and we fear things that we don't understand and it's just easier. But um, I would love to answer more of your questions if you have. I think I answered all of the ones that you had. Yeah, so like how often do you communicate with like people in your own life? I guess I'll, 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 I'll keep yeah. it to you versus like your clients because I'm, I'm curious like how that sort of unfolds. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, it's almost like a nightly, daily thing. Um, you know, I, I was going through some really hard moments of like ending a relationship um, that was kind of like bittersweet and my dad came through like in my dreams and um, I would connect with him like in the morning and just like talk to him and be like, you know, I just need like that fatherly love right now. Like I miss that and um, to know like I'm going to be okay and everything, you know, like just <laughs> normal human stuff that you would like go to. And um, when I connect in with my ancestors and my spirit guides, I ask them, you know, on my altar, I'm like, what? what can I, what do you need today? You know, and I get, I give them an offering um, for their service of always helping me and guiding me and protecting me from, you know, bad things happening. So there's just that daily, like little connection is super important, you know, and for anyone listening, like, go ahead and just start, <laughs> like, just start, you know, um, talking to your ancestors, to anyone who's passed. Uh, I also, when, when at first my, my brother and my dad passed, I would write, I wrote like this huge letter so he could read it. Um, and I would like leave it by my nightstand. Um, cause he said like, please write a letter to me. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I like remember writing it on my phone, like on the plane. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, I'm sure you can read the phone. So I was like, leave my phone out. <laughs> like I didn't have a pen and paper at the time, but it's, <laughs> It's just like it's almost daily. And then for my for my clients, like sometimes my clients that I, I haven't met yet, I will be in their dream. And then when they see me somewhere, somehow they're like, oh, you're the person like I'm supposed to like connect with and, and work with. And I'm like, that's cool. That's like wild. I didn't have that. Dream. I know. Right. <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that stuff happens all the time or, or prior to like the night before, especially if I'm going to like connect with someone and, and work with them, I will receive a lot of information, like a lot of information for them for the next day. Interesting. Did you receive yeah. anything from me prior to our co- podcast today? <laughs> <laughs> I Was I in your dream I last did. night? Yes or no? <laughs> you were not in my dream last night. <laughs> okay, cool. Just, just checking. No, I, I just, I find, but, uh, I find it just so wildly interesting because like I've had experiences with mediums in the past that floored mm-hmm. me and like told me things that like, you know, there's frauds out there, right? That you can Google shit and be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. So I saw you got a DUI or something, right? Or like, saw you got arrested, right? Like these are things that like you could see in public, but like she was telling me things that were inherently not like known, right? So yeah. I find it wild and be- bewildering. Um, but at the end of the day, like it, it's, it's impressive to me to be able to f- like in- encounter a human being who's interested in like de- diving deep into that and like utilizing those sort of skills and, I'm going to use the word powers to like help other people sort of grow and get beyond like any blocks that they may have in life. Because I think, you know, in the, in the two instances that I can think of off the top of my head that I've spoken with a medium, they were in troubling times. Like they were like, I was very in a place of unknowing and like lost of like who I was or what I should be doing. And I think that's probably common for a lot of people that you work with. They're they're searching for more than what they have or or what they know, and that's ultimately yeah. why I would imagine they they come to you or because they they you're in their dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one or the other. Yeah, it's um, you know, something I wanna I feel like sharing is maybe someone can understand whoever's listening, but I found myself like you know, I'm, I'm a human being like trying to perfect this niche, you know, like only, you know, speak to like these groups of people. And for me, every time I tried that, it would just not, it, it, it just felt like wrong. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I'm not here to do that. Like I'm literally here for all beings, whatever they're like going through, um, or needing help, like expanding into, um, instead of just like fine tuning of like, I'm only going to focus on, you know, people in relationships or something like that, where it's like kind of beyond that. Um, and I just want to voice that because I feel the world right now, especially in the entrepreneurial space is like, I don't know where it came from, but like, you don't have to do what is like being done. Like there are no rules to how you're, you're supposed to be. Like, I just really like putting that out there because I feel everyone can get kind of stuck in this trap where we're like all in the same box of like, I have to have a niche, I have to have this, I have to have all of these things in order to be X, Y, and Z, but you actually don't. Yeah. I think that is such an important notion because at like, for whatever reason, everything is like hyper told about right like you can only post on instagram a certain amount of times a day and the algorithm and if you want to start a a, a, you know a closet business you can only you know do these kind of advertisements or these there there are no rules right like at the end of the day figure out a path and a pattern that works for you and yourself and follow it it doesn't matter what other people have done like you don't need to mimic someone else's success you don't need to try to follow someone else's lead like if you're starting something on your own be your own leader trust your own gut and follow your own path because ultimately that's going to lead you to the greatest success that you can have yes 
Thank you. That's exactly it. Like one of those like rap songs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that is like the the absolute perfect way to like live a, a, a fulfilled life because ultimately like I, I, you know, as a creative, I find myself second guessing myself all the time. Like I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And at the end of the day, I just want to follow my own path and be my own leader and make myself happy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because I, I work with a lot of creatives, you know, and even for myself, like starting out, I would compare myself like no one's doing this or no one's, you know, and then I would like kind of cave and just like be small. But once I started to just not give a fuck <laughs> like, yep. and just do my own thing, like I started to attract other people who are like, hey, I want to. I want your help. Like I have this creative idea or this business or whatever, this healing modality that I created and how do I, you know, do X, Y, and Z. So being a creative, it's really, it's really important to, to nourish yourself because you are essentially an influencer in the most appropriate ways, like where you're taking in information from movies and songs and other people and outside where you're able to still feel yourself. You're able to still be, you you're mm-hmm. not gonna like just regurgitate information that you saw on a thread on instagram like that's gross <laughs> like we're not here to do that like, absolutely you're I, better than that yeah. like yeah. i couldn't i couldn't possibly agree with anything more like that you just absolutely nailed you know hit the nail on the head that is 100 percent truth yeah. Um, Venus, I, I mean, I'm just so wonderfully appreciative of that conversation and being able to have you on the podcast today. I think the the work that you do is crucially important to helping people sort of grow and mature and live a life that is a lot easier for themselves. And it's it's always fun for me getting to have these kinds of conversations with people who do something totally outside my purview of life. And yeah, I'm just immensely thankful for, for having you on. I've got a really cheesy line. If you've been on my podcast, you're part of my family. So thank you. Welcome. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and pleasure. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs>